0: welcome to the bible education institute my name is reverend henry kelly today we're going to be uh going over george washington's faith his christian beliefs and after we go through that then there's a short little message called blinded but um so from 1927 uh those who reject god and they're secular they have been trying to paint George Washington out to be a deist That means he wasn't really a devout Christian He was more of a deist Which meant uh, he believed that God uh, was real But that God doesn't do anything in the affairs of man Which is which is wrong It's very satanic You know, Satan's uh, He always tries to uh, Blind people in all things You know But anyways, so I'm going to uh, share with you a video that's about 3 minutes and 3 seconds by David Borton from Wall Builders, and he goes over that in that little bit. It's a really, really good video, very good video. Was, Was Washington written about as really who he was up until 1926? Yes. 1926 at the first time and the 1927 book that went back and rebutted the 1926 book noted that G and W had really stood there were recognizable initials anywhere in the nation when you had G.W. you knew that was George Washington and this author W.E. Woodward in 1926 had taken G and W and according to these critics that it they made G.W. mean godless and wanted I mean that's the first time they attacked Washington or his character wow. Came up with it. That book has no footnotes in it. Attacked Washington all over. But this is a very secular guy. It's a it's a guy who does not like the religious tone of America, and he wants to separate America from this leader who's so pro-religious, who really was was very moral. I mean, there is not a charge against George Washington any kind of immorality until this knucklehead comes up with it in 1926. I think what we're really debating here, Dave, is that ultimately history has somewhat been rewritten that's right i mean this is not something you make up and say if only we had been this we're saying no this is who we are this is what happened and history is being rewritten that's why washington over the last 40 years has become the subject of so many attacks there are numerous books out now that say he is one of the deist founding fathers he's one of the irreligious guys he did not believe in religion and you go the most religious president we've had who said the religious tone matter of fact this is one of the cool documents in american history that is the first ever federal Thanksgiving proclamation we had in, in U.S. government issued by George Washington, signed right down there at the bottom, George Washington. And I tell you, if you're a secular person, this is an embarrassingly religious document. Wow. There's nothing secular about this. There's no tone. You won't find deism in here, which they claim him to be. But they, to say that Washington's is deist, they say, well, he uses tones like uh, omnipotent Father and instead of using Jesus Christ. If you read Washington's writings, you'll find that George Washington has 54 biblical descriptions of God that he uses in writing. Now, I want to know if somebody from the religious right today who has 54 biblical right. understandings of who God Almighty is. Yeah. So they take a few of those, those phrases out, the, the great shepherd of our soul or whatever. And they say, oh, that's deistic. That's not religious. 54 different terms he uses out of the Bible to describe God. That is a man with a biblical understanding yes. with a great concept of who God is. But if you only want to take four or five or six of those titles, then you can say, oh, he's a deist. He, did. he also uses Jesus Christ. He also uses Christian. He also uses Savior. He also uses Redeemer. These are all terms that he uses. But we won't talk about those. We're going to say he's a deist. And, and therefore, since he's a deist, he wouldn't want religious activities in public affairs. See, so that's what the debate's over. That's what people fight over history, because it affects public policy. All right. So... Now, you can, uh, you can find uh, David Barton and Well Builders. Uh, you can go online, just put in your search engine and it pop it up. You can also find them on YouTube. And I'm sure you can find them in a lot of other places. And you can also listen to them because they have a, a daily radio show and uh, they put it on podcasts. And, you know, you just look for uh, this David Barton. I think you can find him on Stitcher and probably some of the other ones. But you can learn a lot about... Uh, American Christian history that they have tried to almost completely just do away with in America and that's why we're in the mess we are today Um, just like uh, there's a saying that says those who forget history are doomed to repeat it which is true if you don't know your history and you don't know where you came from and you don't know about your godly heritage then you know and all the mistakes that were made in the past are just gonna do it all over again you know but this is what we've been dealing with in America and around the world, but largely in America, uh, we've been attacked from within because of uh, because of those that hate God. Uh, they don't want to follow God. They don't want you to follow God. They want to be God. They want to tell you what you can and can't do, which is what we're seeing right now in uh, the Congress, the Senate, uh, the uh, the presidency, those that were not conservative going in before and right now the mess going on now um and then also in the states you have uh, the governorships uh those that are extremely liberal uh then also all the way down from the governorships to secretary of state uh, lieutenant governor uh to the um the towns cities school boards everything they're in everything and they're trying to destroy us from within you know, that's why we need to be equipped. And they say, well, how could people be so blinded? Well, that's what we're going to talk about right now. There's a scripture you can go to. It's in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. I'm going to read 4, 3 verses, uh, chapter 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 3 to 4 and 5 to 18. But 3 to 4, where it discusses why people are blinded. So I'm going to start reading now starting in uh, 2nd Corinthians in the New Testament, starting at verse 4, excuse me, verse 3. But if our gospel be hid, and this is King James Version, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them, Verse 5, for we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord and ourselves your servants for Jesus Christ. Verse 6, for God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Verse 8, We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Verse 9, Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Verse 10, Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. Verse 11, For we which live are always delivered unto death for jesus sake that the life also of jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh that means we must die to ourselves and be more like jesus christ the son of the living god God himself in the flesh verse 12 so then death worketh in us but life in you we having the same spirit of faith according as it is written i believe and therefore have i spoken we also believe and therefore speak verse 14 knowing that he which raised up the lord jesus shall raise up us also by jesus and shall present us with you verse 15 for all things are for your sakes that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of god verse 16 for which cause we faint not but though our outward man perish yet the inward man is renewed day by day verse 17 for our light affliction which is but for a moment worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory so he said our our affliction or our suffering it, it is really not that long cool. We may suffer on this earth and we are going to suffer of something, some kind, some a lot more than others. But, in the end, we're going to be with God if you have realized you've broken God's moral law, the Ten Commandments, and you understand that you're guilty. We're all guilty. I'm guilty. I'm a a head of the wretched sinners, man. You know um so so if you understand that then you come to to, to god and say god i heavenly father forgive me for my sins for i understand i have sinned and i'm guilty because your commandment commandments show me that i'm guilty so when i repent i ask for forgiveness and i take the trust i i've had in myself and i put it into you as a parachute if i was on a plane that was about to crash and this parachute is going to save me from the jump to come. Jesus saves you from the judgment to come. That's why Jesus went on the cross. To be the one-time sacrifice because God's a holy God, which you don't hear much today. God's a holy and righteous God. And we have to come His way, not in the way we want to come. you got to come His way. Because God is not inclusive, He's exclusive. There's a narrow road you got to come to, and that's by Him. What I just described is that narrow road way you gotta come as a little child and humble yourself before god which is hard for people to do especially in america because people want to be self-reliant and like that in some areas it's good but if you're self-reliant with god and doing it as he says to do things in the bible then you'll be you'll be the head of the game but it's not a game it's your eternal security are you gonna when you die if you reject God and want nothing to do with him, you never, you don't know anything about God and you die, then not only, as they say, you're going to be separated from God, but you leave out the, the other part, which you're going to be tormented in hell and burning with fire. And there's going to be dem- demonic beings there to torture you forever and ever and ever. And you'll burn forever and ever and ever, but you'll have a special body that will not be consumed. The fire will not destroy that body, nor the pain. It'll be like that forever and ever and ever where you're... There's never enough water. There's no water. And you're thirsty all the time. It's just a horrific description. And part of that description can be found in um, New Testament, the book of Luke, in chapter 16. And it's about uh, the rich man and Lazarus. And Jesus tells that. It's not just a story, but he's using that as an example. That's how it is. And you can also watch it true description of it from uh from a guy that um it's called 23 minutes in hell with with bill wise you can watch it on youtube and he had a vision one night just out of the blue and he was a christian stuff but god allowed him to experience for 23 minutes what's called 23 minutes in hell because his wife noted the time of all this and um he describes the horrificness of it because that's what god wanted him to do was to describe what he saw and felt while he was there, you know. But he didn't get the whole thing because he was a Christian, but God just wanted him to 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 experience it and see it so he can tell others. And he's been doing that ever since. And I really get your attention. Okay, I'm going to finish the thing in verse 18, the last one. And it says, While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal I and mean he's temporary but the things which are not seen are eternal it's just that simple god has made everything simple man has tried to complicate it satan has tried to complicate it because satan took over when adam and eve the first ones god created they uh disobeyed god in one thing not to take a fruit from a certain tree and uh, Satan um, he convinced Eve. He came out as a talking snake. Don't ask me about all that, but that's what it says. And uh, he says he beguiled her, or he fooled her into thinking that it was okay to do that. And then she got um, then she, uh, she she got Adam to do it when Adam should have said no, and he could redeem the whole thing, but he didn't. He fell right into it. So they're both guilty, and, and because of that. It's like he gave over his um adam gave his responsibility and get then it was handed to satan because he disobeyed god and that's why that's why in the bible and other places you can hear where it says um that uh, that the prince of this world or the principality of this world because he's the prince he's the prince of darkness which is satan the devil which used to be um which he used to be uh, an angel. He was the head angel called Lucifer and very beautiful. And then he, uh, pride came into him and he took a third of the angels with him. And that's where you get the demons from. So if we read the Bible, you can understand where it all comes from. huh. Um, so. so here's how it works. Let's take the good person test. Are you a good person? Most people will say, of course I am. hmm uh-huh okay um uh, have you made another god that suits you of course we have in our minds we've created a god in our mind who's okay with everything we do and, and so what we what we have done is created a, another god when the ten commandments one of the commandments and the ten commandments says don't do that we've done that have you ever lied of course we have you call it white lie whatever um, you can say what well, happened when I was younger or whatever, no it doesn't matter how long ago it was, everything's in the past what I just said now is in the past so everything's in the past, it doesn't matter if you broke one of the laws, you're guilty of all of them and we've all broken that um, have you ever stole anything, borrowed something didn't bring it back, it don't matter how much it was worth or anything. it could be a paper clip, a rubber band, it doesn't matter if you took something that wasn't yours then you stole it if you bought it then bring it back then you stole it it doesn't matter what it is see we're already guilty of that have you ever looked at another person with lust uh, according to Jesus uh, we've committed adultery in our hearts have you ever hated anybody according to the Bible then we've committed murder in our hearts you see that's four right there and uh, that the, that's what we that's that's how you know you're guilty so now that you're guilty what do you do if you were to die if God was to judge you by those ten commandments when you die would you be would you go to heaven or hell well you would go to hell because because according to to God's commandment we've broken the commandments and we um if we die without repentance asking God for forgiveness and I mean not just Lord forgive me and keep doing the same stuff no you turn repentance means to turn from your sins and don't keep doing it or strive not to you know work on it whatever it is you know and god will help you through it because if we follow god's guidance right then um we'll do a lot better in life as we live if you go by his standards remember god's standards are a lot higher than our standards our standards are very low Everything is great. Everybody's a good person. Everything is fantastic. No. God's standards are much, much higher. And that's the problem. You got some people, they just, they'll go to their dying bed. They'd rather go to hell than to, to humble themselves before God because they want to do their own thing, go their own way, when they want to, how they want to, and all like that. And that's called sin. You know, it's rebelling rebelling against God. You know, it's wanting to do your own thing. No. Gotta come one way with God. You know? And we don't know how long we gotta live. Some die young, some die middle-aged, some die, you know, uh in the latter years, 50, 60s, whatever, some live a long time, but we're all gonna die. No matter how much they sh- they try not to die, they're gonna die because this body will well it, it is to live in a fallen world due to Adam and Eve. So everything's corrupt, everything dies. You ever notice? things die trees die you know plants die animals die we die you know and there's a creator because look at the beautiful world when you look at it who created the trees who created the water who created the um, the streams and the, you know the beautifulness and the the bunny rabbits and the, the the kittens and the puppies and all this stuff you know just like if somebody created a building there had to be a builder right the same thing this world just didn't pop up and I don't care what the evolution, evolutionists want to say. We all came from monkeys and all this stuff. No, that's not so. Never proven it. Never will prove it. They've lied. That's why they have to say, oh, millions and millions of years. No. And then they say, well, um, the um, the species change. No, it's called adaptation, right? So if you got a bird and they might have different beaks, they're still a bird. If you have uh, dogs, but you have poodles and you know all kind of the other kind of dogs whatever a labrador and all of that it's a species but it's the same kind you know it's a bird kind a dog kind still kinds which is, is what went into the ark when god decided to to destroy the world by water and start over because the people were so wicked and he put um uh he put noah and his family in there right but he had a, two of every kind and they say, and, and it was a big gigantic boat, which you can go see in Kentucky with answers in Genesis. Uh, the museums and everything they have there is fantastic. and They have the actual size according to what the Bible said and all the measurements that's in the Bible. And he built it just like that. And they say, well, how can they get all those kind of, kind of animals? Well, I'm sure most of them were like young, you know, like uh, just babies or whatever, you know. Um, but anyways, I mean, there were two of every kind, not species. You know, that's the difference. And they've never been able to to see where you can see the kinds change. Now the kind's still there. I mean it's a bird or a dog or whatever, you know. um, but the species may change a little bit, you know, the hair of the dogs and the sizes of the dogs and birds' beaks and all that kind of stuff. The species may change in different things, but it's still the same. Just like people. We're either male or female. No matter how you try to change it, our uh, genetics you're still a male or a female. Period. It doesn't the outward doesn't matter, the inside is going to be the same. Just like the muscle mass of the the man trying to be a woman is still going to be the same. That's why when you put somebody trying to be a woman to uh go against other girls, um they always win because their muscle mass is different. You know? most of the stuff is common sense but they've now threw common sense out the door but god hasn't changed and the bible doesn't change and that's why we need to know the bible so if you know you're guilty what do we do come to god with a sorrowful heart or contrite spirit and say god i understand that i've broken your moral law and i'm guilty and if i were to die right now i would go to hell but i repent of my sins i ask for your forgiveness and i take my trust from myself and i put it to you as a parachute if i was in a plane about to crash and i'd hang on tied to it and nothing nobody could take it off of me because i know it's going to save me and that's what jesus does for us when jesus went the cross right before he died he said it is finished that means he paid the price that as you would if you stood before a judge in a courtroom and he says here's the price you have to pay and somebody else came and they paid the fine and you were free to go same with God his Jesus came and paid the fine so now you can be free and come by faith in believing and then once you do that and you ask for forgiveness and you put your trust in Christ alone now start reading the Bible daily I would suggest you start in the New Testament If you're not familiar with the Bible, start with the book of John. And then from there, start reading the rest of the New Testament and the Old Testament. And read the Bible daily and do what it says. That's how you have a relationship is to get to know the person you want to know. Because you're not just going to knock on a door of a stranger's house with a suitcase in your hand and say, hey, I've decided to move in. No, you're not going to get into heaven that way either. Because God's going to look at you and say, get away from me for I've never knew you. Or in the, the King James says, depart out of darkness you know for i've never i never knew you see it's up to us we got free will to choose to accept them or reject them in uh matthew chapter 10 if you read through there it says those who um confess jesus before man that he'll confess you before the heavenly father that's how it works so it's your choice now let me give you some references okay um, let me get some scripture first. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. The King James. Um, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. First uh, John chapter 1, verse 9. King James, verse If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. James chapter 2, verse 10. King James Version. For whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. We covered that. Uh, salvation Scripture, Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 10 and 13. King James Version. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God is risen from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For, um, that was 9, verse 10. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confesseth his main salvation. Verse 13. For whosoever shall Call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now, if you would like to write us, you can write us via email, and that's Bible Education Institute at gmail.com. And our website is all lowercase, and that's Bible Education Institute. Web Node, that's W-E-B-N-O-D-E dot com, And you can find a lot of information there. Let me give you some resources. You can watch on YouTube and go to the websites. Living Waters with Ray Comfort, LivingWaters.com. Answers in Genesis with Ken Ham, AnswersinGenesis.org. Wall Builders with David Barton, WallBuilders.com. Dr. Walter Martin, he's on YouTube also, and you can go to WalterMartin.com. He he teaches the Bible, and he's uh, he died in the late 80s, but it, it's fantastic information. And you can watch on YouTube, 23 Minutes in Hell with Bill Wise. It'll really show you some stuff. And if you go below the video or the um, uh, the information or if you go to the podcast, you can just look below. It's got all the information. If you would like to, um, to donate, you know, if you're on YouTube, uh, please uh, click and subscribe and hit the bell. And if it's podcast... Um, just go below, and you can see the information. And also, you can find us on the podcast platforms, Bible Education Institute with Reverend Henry Kelly, Stitcher, Spotify, or Apple. And also, you can b- buy books and Bibles, use new, whatever. A books, thrift, thrift books, or you can go to Amazon. Whatever you want to do. Um, another good place to go if you if you put this in your search engine, TCT Network. And uh, it's it's a satellite television, and it's got on-demand videos you can watch and learn. You go to Faith and History with William Federer and Ancient Jewish Wisdom with Rabbi Daniel Lappin. Really great stuff. If I were you, I would get it done, do it now. And until the next time, God bless you.